0: I'm Melissa Bonzak, author of the June Nash Adventure Series, and when I'm not writing, I'm reading. I started this show to rave about new discoveries, chat with indie and small publishing house authors, and share from my works in progress. This is Books Cubed. Interviews, raves, and reads. Good adventures, everybody. Welcome to episode 17 of Books Cubed. This week, I've got author Uh, Kate Squires with me, and we're going to be talking about her romance on the edge of regret in just a moment. Uh, Thanks to everyone who sent me messages about the show about James Grattan. Nobody wrote anything down, but they sent me some messages uh, that they enjoyed the show and that they miss James, and we all miss him. And if you have any memories of James, you can go back uh, two shows. I think it was episode... uh, 15 episode 15. And you can leave a comment. Um, and, uh, let's see, uh, do I look tired? We have just back from Disney world and we ran the marathon. That's all we did. We didn't do the dopey challenge. The dopey challenge is where you run a 5k, a 10k, a half and a full over four days, one each day. And you're crazy if you do it and we're going to do it next year. So we think, yeah, we probably are, we think. Um, we probably are, we think. So uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of like childbirth, you know, you run a marathon and while you're doing it, you're thinking, I'm never going to do this again because this is nuts to be out here running for seven straight hours, in our case, seven hours, because we are slow runners. We just want to cross that finish line. It's all we really care about. Not in pictures at Disney World. We stop and we get photos taken. Uh, the one that I regret that we didn't stop for this time was the grave diggers from the Haunted Mansion. They were out, and I saw a couple lay on the ground in front of the drave, grave diggers like they were bodies being ready to be buried. And it was it would have been a cool photo. Um, but we were we were a little slow because of me, and so I didn't really want to stop. I think we got six or maybe seven photos I'll put a couple, I'll put a link uh, in the show notes. I'll have a few photos uh, if you are interested, if you're a runner. Uh, If you're a runner, let me know. I mean, do you run marathons? Do you enjoy them? Uh, During them, I'm like, I guess I'm okay during them. It's the training for the marathons that really get to me. And my poor husband... He's always ready to go out the door and run. And I'm like, well, it's really cold outside and maybe we need to sleep in a little more. And, oh, why don't we run tonight instead? And then we don't run. And then he just kind of looks at me. And so I'm I'm the world's worst training partner. But uh, well, during the run, I guess I had a good time because I'm um, thinking about doing it again. I can't for a while. I'm getting my second cochlear implant in a couple weeks So I'm not going to be able to run for three months, but I'll be bike training. So I'm hoping to keep, uh, my leg muscles going. And then, then in April, when I get cleared to run again, I can just pick up where I left off and we'll be all ready for marathon season in next January or November or whenever it's going to start. So, uh, in the meantime, uh, I will just be biking. Like I said, and, um, wondering why I want to keep running marathons. I don't know. It's, it's kind of an addiction. It was, maybe it's the crowd. The Disney marathon is really fun and being around all those people, there's such um, um, just a great feeling of, of everybody helping each other out and encouraging each other and um, sticking by each other. It's just a really nice community, really nice. And we need to, I don't know, maybe branch out and check out some other communities too. We talk about going to uh, New Orleans to run one of the rock and roll marathons. So uh, maybe that's in the future too. I'd love to go there and see my friend Mia. Mia, if you're listening. Hi, Mia. We'd like to go by there and, and check out one of those. Have you run a marathon in New Orleans? Let me know in the show notes. And if you have run marathons, what was your favorite? Again. Comments, show notes. So uh, we're going to get to Kate now and we talk about her book and chickens, my favorite thing in the world. Love chickens. So I will see you after. Okay, everybody. I have got Kate Squires with me today and she is great. You're going to like hearing from her. She writes romance and I met her in Tampa, Florida at a writing, I guess, convention we'd call it. There was what? 50, 60 other writers there, something like that. Let me read her bio real quick. I have to get to that page. Okay. So, Kate Squires was born and raised in Ohio, where she still resides with her husband and children. She's always loved writing, but never, ever thought her life would lead to sitting in front of her laptop for hours on end, creating stories other people would read someday. Kate has dabbled in all sorts of odd jobs, ranging from dog groomer to dance instructor and even a chicken farmer which I can't forget to ask her about. And her true passion is creating characters out of thin air and making them do her bidding. Currently, her list of published works are That Kiss, That Promise, I Will Catch You, Tracing Hearts, When Love Breaks, When Love Walks, and On the Edge of Regret, which we'll be talking about today. For more information, you can find her on her website at www.katesquiressquiresauthor.com. And so let me get back here to the video. There we go. (laughs) Welcome, Kate. (laughs) Hi. How are you today? I'm pretty good. A little nervous, but I'm good. That's okay. Um, I was thinking I heard a clicking noise. I guess I don't. Okay. Hopefully we don't hear any clicking noises or we'll have to do this all over again. (laughs) Oh, God. Don't make us do it all over again. Okay. (laughs) Poor people. And me asking them the same questions over and over. Okay, so your book is on the edge of regret. Tell us a little bit about it. Um, well, it's basically about
1: um, a group of six kids that grew up in a small town. They grew up together, um, and the main characters end up in a relationship as teenagers. Um, and one day, the um, Bricks is the is the girl's name, and, and Nash is the is the boy's name. one day bricks just moves and nobody knows why. And she just, you know, moves six years later, um, a tragedy forces her to come back to her hometown. And, um, you know, she's, she has to deal with the aftermath of, you know, what her friends think of her, especially her ex-boyfriend. So, and that's basically the beginning of
0: it. And I don't want Let's to get it. Yeah. And there's, there's lots of nice twists and turns in there. So it, um, it, 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 uh, keeps you wondering what's going to happen to them next. So you want to read a little bit from it to give everybody a taste?
1: I can do that. Um, I'm going to set this up a little bit because, um, it's kind of in the middle of the book. It's basically, um, Ricks and Nash are sent on a mission from their one friend, um, and I won't say what it is, but they end up in a hotel room together. She's anticipating kind of hashing it out, you know, talking and, and you know, um, you know, resolving their issues basically. And he is very much interested in rekindling what they had. And she's just very resistant. She has a boyfriend um, whose name is PJ and um, Nash isn't really happy about that, but so this is what happens when they're in their in the hotel room on their mission, <clears throat> and this is from her point of view, by the way. So what are you trying to say, I ask meekly. Stay. What? Stay in Ashton Falls. Work there, live there, please. I stand, letting go of his hands, and begin to pace. Nash, I, I don't think you know what you're asking. What about my home? What about my job? I can't just pick up and leave everything I've built for the last six years. I stop pacing and look into his eyes. What about PJ? My eyes follow him as he stands and walks closer. Do you remember the promise we made to each other all those years ago? I swallow. Of course I do. What was it? He asks as his eyes sear into me. We swore to each other that we'd never tell anyone else we were romantically involved with, that we'd love them, that we love them unless we truly love them more than we loved each other. The corner of his mouth twitches ever so slightly as he takes a step closer to me. Have you told him you love him? He says, taking another step. My heart beats wildly as I look anywhere but at him. He steps closer again until he's just inches away. Have you? I turn my head, but his hand touches my chin, steering it back to center. Rick's. His voice is soft, seductive, and I'm not sure how much longer I can take being this close to him. Look at me and tell me. I finally find the courage to look at him, and it's as if his eyes pierce through to my soul. Have you told him you love him? I open my mouth to speak, but I can't say the words. He sees my hesitation and goes in for the kill. With his hand still on my chin, he lets it slide around to the side of my neck. His fingers easily glide into my hair, and his thumb rubs gently back and forth against my cheek. I need to know, he says, just above a whisper. I close my eyes. My lips part fractionally, and my heart is about to leap from my chest. I can feel his warm breath against my cheek as his lips graze my ear. Yes or no, Bricks? A sharp intake of breath fills my lungs before I exhale in desperation. No, I say. And it's as if I just confessed every sin I've ever committed. The relief is profound, but I now know I've opened up an enormous gate. I feel him smile against my cheek and hear his satisfaction as he hums his exhale. Good. I can work with that. He steps back, donning a triumphant smile. He's not going to give up, but then I'm not sure I want him to. Oh,
0: I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was good. So... The name Bricks, I can't remember. Did, was it, did it stand for something? Was it it a, doesn't. Um, I, it's I, an I unusual actually, name. Yeah, it's, it's actually, from what I understand, it's,
1: it's kind of popular in Europe, that name. And I had foreign, I've had foreign exchange students from
0: Europe, so um,
1: I kind of got. that where it came from?
0: from? Yeah. <laughs> so for that one, so, so, I mean, how do you, that, that is easy then if someone you knew was a Bricks. So how do you find names for your books, for your characters?
1: Um, you know, I, I I tend to like unique names, but I don't want to use like like this book is different. Bricks and Nash are both kind of unique names. Um, I usually use one unique name and one more common name. Um, you know, those I just liked the names. Sometimes my characters name they name themselves. Um, you know, I'll try to name them, I don't know, Susie. I don't know. That's just an example. Um, and they, halfway through the book, decide that they are not a Susie. They are an Emily or a whatever, you know, and I just kind of go with it. And they're, as I write and I get to know their personalities, their names have sometimes changed mid-book.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I have that happen too. Uh, the, my my character in my, in my series, I'm currently writing, her last name is Nash. Ah, so I'm reading it. It's so stupid. I'm reading it thinking, where do I know the name Nash? <laughs>
1: <laughs> from what I understand, I heard a, a few authors are using that now. I'm not sure why. But.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully it doesn't get too popular. Hopefully not. Okay. So um, now what I thought was interesting in the book was that part of the story is told from Brick's part of you and part of it's from Nash and you go back and forth between the two. How difficult is that to do? Because For bricks, it's a woman, you're a woman, but for Nash, it's a guy and you're not a guy. So how do you write from a guy's point of view?
1: Well, I have to give a shout out to one of my um, prized possessions. That's not exactly the correct terminology, but I have a really good friend who's a guy. Um, I'll give you a shout out, Steve you're awesome, you know that.
0: I like that Um, he's a prized possession. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure I'll hear
1: about it later when he sees this interview.
0: (laughs) Yes, Steve, um, let us know what you think about that in the comments below.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anything that has to do with a guy's thoughts or how he would um, go about doing something, Um, anything military, anything police, I call him up. He, you know, I call him at all hours of the day and night and yeah, hopefully he's not irritated with me, but um, you know, I'll say, Hey, can you read something for me? I just wrote, you know, from a guy's point of view, can you give me, you know, some feedback on it? And he'll say, sure. And then he'll read it and go, yeah, you know, that's, that's pretty accurate in how we would think or how we would you know, talk or act. And then sometimes he's come back to me and, and he's like, no, not even close, you know, and, and, you know, and I really take him seriously because he's a guy and, you know, I'm not. So, yeah. <laughs> But I will say I have the most fun writing for a guy, you know, in the guy's point of view. It's just, I don't know, especially I had the most fun with Nash because he's just so snarky and sarcastic. And I didn't realize how much snark I had in me, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun
0: he was He was a fun character. I really liked that. I saw one of the reviews somebody had left for your book was that they were their their favorite characters those two that they'd read in a in a romance and i can't remember if it was ages or ever and i thought yeah they they were really great characters. they really were. Will yeah. they be back? will you revisit these characters because it didn't look like any of your books were series um you know i do i I do have my
1: first two are are, are have the same characters, and then okay. my Fourth and fifth one are also the same characters. Oh. Um, the problem I find with that is, I mean, if, it, if, I'm, if I'm feeling another book out of them, I'll write it. Um, you know, a lot of people ask me, oh, you know, we need, we need more from these characters. And sometimes I agree, sometimes I don't. Um, I don't know. I'll never say never, but I, yeah. I have no plans as of right now to write um, another, you know, story about them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't want to give spoilers away. So, um, I, cause it would ruin it for, um, for the people reading the book. But, um, now, um, you talked a little bit about reviews, you know, you, the, the ones that I, that I had glanced at. And, um, do you read your reviews? Do you, cause mm-hmm. it, it's, it's always the thing that, that authors are told. Don't read your reviews. And I, I, w- if I didn't know that Goodreads, I'd never really paid attention to Goodreads. I've got all these reviews on Goodreads that aren't on Amazon. Somebody said something and I, Went and I looked. I thought, well, I'm going to go see what this is. And um, there were a couple that I just laughed because uh, two different people left two-star reviews of my book because it was implausible. And I'm like, yeah, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. It would never happen in the real world. It's so ridiculous that most people get, but some people don't. I just, I just had to laugh. It didn't bother me. It just made me laugh. But do, yeah. do you read it
1: or do you stay away? You know, I... I do sometimes. Um, I try, and I, this sounds, I don't know how it sounds, but I, I will read an Amazon review before I'll read Goodreads. Um, you know, I think someone said that, um, Goodreads is where good authors go to die because it just seemed, that's what I, That's not my quote. That's somebody yeah, else. Sending.
0: That's a good quote. I like that. <laughs>
1: but it's You know, it, it seems a little bit more critical, like, like unfairly so on Goodreads. And that's just my experience and my other authors I've talked to don't even go on Goodreads. But I mean, I do, I, I, I do read my, my reviews. I've actually learned a lot about me as a writer um, from reading my earlier reviews from my earlier books um, and have corrected a lot of things um, over the years from, you know, constructive, you know, criticism. Um, you know, people, people have their own opinions on, on storylines. And, you know, I like, if I like the color blue and you like the color red, neither one's wrong. It's just different. So I try not to take it to heart and I don't really as much as I used to. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you know that it's smart, and and I mean you've got a lot of books under your belt now, so you're probably past the things, mistakes you might have made as a first time writer. But if you are with just one or two books, it's probably a good idea just to look at a few of those negative reviews. Uh, and I know as a reader, if I see all five star reviews, I'm a little nervous about: is are those real five star reviews, or are they family members? Right. You know? And yeah, and so the, I, I hesitate and I always... Book covers catch my eye and then I go to the sample and I always read a sample before I buy. And then I look for the audio version because I prefer the audio version because I, I walk my dog a lot and I drive a lot in the car. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to be able to listen to stuff. And sure. um, I prefer that, it's just I have more time. When I'm, when I'm looking at things, I prefer to write because I have very limited time, so I prefer audio. So if you're a, re- a writer, get audio versions of your books. That would help me so much. And <laughs> things like find away voices. You can do a 50-50 split. You don't have to pay the person up front. But anyway, so that's my little ad for find away. They're great. Are you going to be doing audio versions of your books? Um, I have one on
1: audio. Um, I Will Catch You is on audio. I've tried to get the other ones on. Um, I've had a few people audition for them, but it's the sound quality or the voice quality isn't exactly what I was looking for. So um, I refuse that. But uh, yeah, I would love to get all of my books on audio. Um, I just haven't invested a lot of time into doing that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've got. Well, you know, um, if you're interested, I'll send you an audio version of my book, and you can listen to my 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 narrator. Um, Absolutely. And see, she might not be right for for romance, and I can hear her smacking me over the head, but um, <laughs> but because uh, it's like a, she's an actress, so. Every role is different. I always laugh when people say, did you see so-and-so in that role? I never would have imagined them. And it's like, they're an actress or an right. actor. Of course they can do the role. You know, it's so yeah. silly. So silly. So, uh, so let's, let's, let's see. Oh, okay. Here's a good one. So sometimes, like Easter eggs and things like that, you see them in movies all the time. And I'll, whenever, whenever there's like a list of the Easter eggs in the latest whatever movie, I always bookmark it because I don't want to read it ahead of time. I want to go and watch the movie and then go back and read it and see what did I miss or what did I, you know, did I catch those things. So do you have for books, sometimes people do that too, little things that only some people would know about. But you know they're in there and you know someone's going to catch them. So do you do that kind of thing with your writing? I actually do that in every single one of my books that I started
1: that with my very first book. Um, other characters will appear. I always, it's all, it's usually characters that will appear. Um, I've gotten a few people that are my, um, like from my fan base that have noticed and have uh, messaged me and thought, Oh my gosh, I saw, you know, so-and-so in this other book. That's so cool. (laughs) And um, yeah, so every single book has, um, a character from a previous book. There's actually one of the books has a character that, um, in a book that comes after that. Um, it's, it's, it's usually not, it's not always a main character. It's sometimes a secondary character, but I try to, you know, not, I mean, not everybody catches it, you know, if, especially if you don't read my books consecutively, if you have, you know, another author's books in between, you might not remember, but, um, yeah, I love, I love that about, um, Disney. So that's kind of where I got the idea and I, you know,
0: yep. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I kind of did that too. I have, um, my June Nash series, there's a character from a movie that I did that was produced a few years ago. There's a character, because it, take, it takes place in the same area in Arizona, and I needed a name of a road, and I just put the last character in her, Then I thought, well, let me add their rum company. That's how the town, you know, they work. Then let me add her, and I thought, okay, and then <laughs> they're going to become a spinoff of the june nash books but they were first so it's a little confusing but um anybody who knows the first movie eh, will will recognize the character so right uh, right. yeah and that's um that's anybody listening it's uh it's the uh work in progress that i've been reading that i think i'm going to be reading from next week so i i'll have in the show notes for the first i think it was like episode four or five of the of the show i just can't remember Um, I've kind of lost track of it, but that is cool that you've got characters. So what are you working on right now? Um, I am I have kind of three
1: books in the works. Um, I have a two book series. Um, I actually got the idea for the second book in the series before I got the idea for the first book. So then I have, I had to stop the second book so I can, you know, establish my characters personalities first. Um, And, then I had another idea, which I frequently do, and I started another book, um, which is very early on. I started actually writing it on my phone on, on an airplane because I got the idea and that's where I was. So you got to do it then. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and and as a side note, and I don't know, um, you know, this is doesn't have anything to do anything, but um, my very first book, That Kiss, was written entirely on my iPhone 4S in the notes section.
0: <laughs> nice. And I, I've done the same thing. I used to work as a, as a, on a beer cart on a golf course. And I would get out to the, it was the first hole, the second hole. Then there was an area where the bathrooms were. And to behind me was the sixth hole and across the street was the third, fourth and fifth hole. So sometimes it was really crowded on the course. So I would get to that point and just start writing. And I wrote like, a uh, the, the draft of one thing that I never continued writing, but I got the whole first draft in little 10 minute increments and it can yeah. be done. It can be done. And it's amazing how much you can get written 10 minutes at a time.
1: Oh and yeah.
0: It, did that book end up becoming one of the books you published? Yeah. It was my first book that
1: kiss. Oh, nice. And I just started writing it just, you know, just to write and never intended on uh, publishing it. But my coworkers, I was writing it while I was wor- at work um, during breaks And I started passing my phone around. Um, They're like, oh my gosh, this is so good. You know, where's the rest? I'm like, well, I haven't written it yet. Are you sure it's that good?
0: Yeah, oh, nice. That's good That's good to get the encouragement from everybody. That's nice. So when you write now, do you work at home? Do you head out to a coffee house? What do you do? Um,
1: I'm at home. I have like this cute little roll top desk that I rescued from someone's tree lawn and I fixed it all up. And it's pretty much where I'm sitting right now. and on my laptop. So yeah, for my second, for my second book, I for, for Christmas, I bought myself a laptop.
0: <laughs> it's a little easier on the eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think um, I did NaNoWriMo in 2004, 2004. And I had a Palm Pilot and a foldable, foldable keyboard. So here, you know, laptop, 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 Palm Pilot, and you know, I'd be lost oh in the sea of laptops. Right, right. <laughs> but it worked. It worked good. I got more written that time than any other time. I don't do it anymore because I'm always writing now. But uh, I got more done because I could only see like three lines at a time on the Palm Pilot, and I couldn't ever go back. It wasn't easy to do. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and so it was. Uh, you know, if if somebody's I know all these, there's all these programs for turning your computer off, and there's one that the words will disappear if you start to slow down or you pause for too long. Oh, right. And that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, no. But if you, really want to, if you really want to not see what you're doing, just get a little Palm Pilot and a foldable keyboard and just start writing, and then you won't see it until you go home and upload it to your computer. And then you scream really loud and go, "Oh my gosh, delete, delete, delete delete yeah, yeah, you can delete, you know, don't delete till you have the full first draft don't delete <laughs> no, otherwise right. otherwise, okay, so chickens, you worked as a chicken farmer
1: yes well <laughs> i it, it's not past tense it's it's current um we you have, have
0: chickens, a, yeah, we
1: have a horse, two goats, and um. I don't even know how many chickens, maybe 20, 25. Oh,
0: um, yeah. I love we, chickens. We, we love have fried eggs every Key day. I <laughs> used to live in Key West and they're everywhere. They We lived off the island on um, Raccoon Key, which was really Key Haven. The official name was Raccoon Key, but nobody called it that. And so uh, if you're going down uh, uh, Highway 1, and you get down to the Shell Station right before the, the entrance to Key West. We lived just off up that road up there. And right after we were just getting ready to leave, one chicken made it out to our area. Because the island was just full of chickens and cats and things. And, and um, most of the locals hated them. I loved the chickens. I love chickens. <laughs> love them. And uh, she had just made it out to us, and I thought, Oh, I, w- I should have had somebody come out and catch her and take her back, you know, to the main island. There was somebody that would wrangle them and take them back, uh, because I know that the neighbors did not like chickens, and I was worried <laughs> they were gonna do something to her. So what? hopefully, she was okay. Uh, but and that, that and the iguanas, we just had iguanas everywhere. Oh they boy, nuts, and they were huge, they were everywhere. We would go ride our bike be riding along and they'd be on the sidewalk and they'd run in front of you they oh are all sitting off to one side and you're riding your bike. And I would run iguana tails over all the time. Oh my gosh. All the time. <laughs> so what do you have? My friend had fuzzy chickens, the ones that looked like they were, they had furry feathers. What, what kind do you have? Um,
1: we have, what is it? Oh, uh, I think we have, oh, my daughter picks them out. She's the keeper of the animals back there, but um, we have like three or four different varieties. I know that we have, um, Rhode Island Reds. Um, and they're, we, we kind of pick the ones that are high egg producers. Um, you know, because we want eggs. That's why we have them. Not
0: they, they earn their
1: keep. <laughs>
0: so. Do you go to chicken
1: auctions? Um, no, we actually order them, um, online. We, uh, we get them as Dale chicks and that's how we get them. So
0: I went, um, Joe, if you're listening, um my friend joe took me to a chicken auction this is when we lived in alabama best thing ever it was just this old barn and they had couches and chairs and people brought their own chairs and you would just have everybody inside there and they would just auction off chickens and various things and i kept wanting to stand up and turn around and take a picture of the audience it was the most eclectic bizarre group of individuals and I had the best time ever. And she's like, she kept making me sit back down. Don't take pictures of people. Sit back down. Um, but if you can ever go to a chicken auction, don't pass it up. It's Just just for the experience, because it, maybe it'll make it into one of your books. Just the experience yeah. itself was so wonderfully bizarre. I don't want to insult the chicken people because I had the best time ever. And I would have gone back again, but we moved. Um, but I, I highly recommend chicken auctions if you can ever go to one. They are fantastic, fantastic. So when you're not buying chickens, what are you spending your earnings as a writer on? Anything bizarre or unusual that you've bought? Um, no, not
1: really. I mean, most of my, most of my royalties go, I go right back into you know producing more books. Um, I do um, last year I did I think three or four um, in person author events. Um, which can be actually pretty costly, as I'm sure you know, Um, especially if you go out of state. I went out of state twice last year, uh, Tampa and then Phoenix. So uh, most of my that's it kind of just sinks right back into um, my author stuff. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And we met in Tampa and it was at a old courthouse, which was supposedly haunted. Now, you didn't spend the night there, though, right?
1: No, no, I have no, family we, there, so I, yeah,
0: no. We spent the night, I didn't see any ghosts. Did you, when you were wandering around the halls, did you see any ghosts?
1: No, and I, I didn't even know it was haunted. I'm so disappointed because I would have been looking for that because, yeah, no, I wish I had, but no.
0: No, it was great. It was um on one wall. There was, like, um some things on the wall that you would see in a courthouse, and the wall that you were against was the wall where the judge sat. And then if you went into where the, where the, um, the restaurant was the judge's bench or whatever it was like. I think it was the judge's bench or maybe it was the, maybe it was part of the, part of that front panel that you see was, was the check-in place in the restaurant and they'd move that over there. Uh, maybe oh. where the, or the, or I don't know, I, but it might've been where the judges. I don't know, but it wasn't that tall, but maybe it was just taken down off of something, but it, it just, lots of marble, lots of huge high, you know, twenty-five foot ceilings, uh, uh, lots of doors with frosted glass with the word "private." And you know, the ice machine couldn't find the ice machine. And finally, I opened this door that said "private." You could see it said "private," so it was backward on the inside. And the ice machine was in there, so they <laughs> turned the door the other way. So at least you know you knew to go in there. But right. but it was, it was it was it was it was it was a fun hotel. Um, and we, we met a lot of interesting people. We met you. We love, met a lot of interesting people. Wasn't in the best, most interesting. I mean, it, it was a really quiet part of town, unfortunately. So we didn't have a lot of people wandering through. But I know you did a fest in, because my daughter was going to go and she didn't make it over. You did one in the Phoenix area. And I know from the pictures, it was just crowds around your table. So yeah. that wouldn't that look like you met a lot of people and had a good time on that one.
1: Yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. It was, I, it was the first time I was ever in Arizona at all. And uh, I have... Uh, family out there too. And, um, um, yeah, that was, it was, it was interesting. It was, it was a lot of fun. I actually, um, got to reconnect with my first grade teacher. (laughs) Yeah. Her and her husband, um, were visiting their daughter or or one of their kids out there
0: and and they stopped by my table and it was really cool. (laughs) Oh, nice. Did she think that you would go on to be a writer or was she surprised? You know, I don't know. I
1: didn't ask her, and I was a little afraid to ask her. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I, mean, well, I never thought you'd graduate high school. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Actually, I think I had her. I th- I had her for first and fourth grade, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I didn't ask. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like I said, I was a little afraid to ask.
0: <laughs> but hi, yeah, Mrs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to know what my my first grade teacher, Mrs. What Miss Miss Washington with uh, what, what cause I, I spent like the first year in the in the corner because I was always talking I was like, go stand in the corner <laughs> I don't think I was a disciplinary
1: problem but <laughs> I don't then again maybe I just block that all
0: out <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I was I was I was a problem so uh, you said you you've got something you're working on now yes
1: a, a, quite a few things I have about seven or eight projects you know that I have I could start on at any given moment.
0: <laughs> anything anything in the near future that will be out? Well, um, as a personal
1: goal, I have always said that I will publish one book a year. Anything beyond that is just icing. Um so my last book came out a year ago um in this this month. So I have until December to to produce something else. So <laughs> it's probably okay. going to take every bit of the year to get another book out. I'm guessing fall. Um, I've got a lot of personal stuff going on right now. Um, and so it's, it's just a really busy time for me and I'm having trouble finding time to do it, but I'm, you know, I am planning on having something out by the end of the year.
0: Okay. Do you have a newsletter? So if people want to find out when your next book is out, they can join Um, your newsletter.
1: I do have a newsletter. Um, Um, it's, uh, I don't, I don't put it out regularly because I don't want to spam people, but, uh, my website has every bit of information. It has, um, the synopsis of all my books. It has the first full chapters of all my books. So if anybody wants to, you know, see if my writing style is for them or, you know, certain books are, you know, for them or not. Um, and my newsletter, you can sign up up, uh, on my, on my website
0: and that's, yeah. And it's www.katesquires, S-Q-U-I-R-E-S, author.com. Yes. Okay. And I'll put that in the show notes also, everybody, so you can find Kate. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on today. I really appreciate it. And I had fun fun reading your book and check out her book. It's called The Edge of Regret and it's like 300 pages.
1: It's yeah, it's probably, I think it's a little over. It depends on, yeah, I, I don't know if it's Kindle it's something a
0: little longer yeah. that I think it was, I don't know, seven, eight hours, something like that. If you're reading it, something that's like that. It was a, it was a nice read over the, over the last week. I had a really good time reading it. Oh, so, a uh, have it, have a look at it, check her out. And, um, I guess that's it. And, uh, I will let you go. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. And, um, and uh, you have to send me some pictures of your chickens. I just love chickens so much. <laughs> I will now, do that. Send me a picture of her chickens. I'll add it to, uh, to, the, uh, to the show notes there. And if you send it to me, like, the next 20 minutes, I'll add it to the YouTube video. I'll stick it on the end here. Her chickens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thanks. Hang on for just a second. And uh, just wave goodbye to everybody if you're watching the video. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. It was a little too snowy for pictures of the chickens, but um, maybe we'll get some in the future. Next week, I'll have a reading from my work in progress, which is tentatively titled Four Bullets and a Ghost, but that title will probably change. And if you look in the show notes, I'll have links to previous chapters so you can be caught up. And this is a work in progress Uh, It's ready to go to the editor, but it still you know needs some cutting here and there especially chapter one and Chapter one's first line. I don't like I'll be adding something Different (laughs) I don't know what yet. It's probably like the last thing I do will be the first line so uh, Until then go read a good book